Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Hey, today we got a fun one for you folks. We got Smokey and the Bandit, starring Sally Field, Burt Reynolds, and Jackie Gleason. Hey, that's pretty neat one there about some guys going around trucking booze. I kind of dig it myself. <laughs> Were you ever oh. in the Prohibition bootlegger? You- oh, yeah. We got, I got some whiskey going on there. That was kind of fun. Man. So, here we got a good time. If you've never heard this podcast before, we have a movie theater time machine. Well, you know, we have some people back from the time. We pull them from here into the, into the studio, have some fun with them, and send them back later. That sounds so dirty. So, we're going to turn it over it's to our not. friends, Kaz, Nick, and Bob, and y'all have a good old time, and see you later. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Roger, Roger, this is Left Hand. Uh, this is. Uh, well, Kaz Foxen is my handle, so... Yeah, you got Foxen. that right. <laughs> I wear a fox hat. Breaker, breaker, this is Ginger McLovin. Hi, hi y'all. Oh. Come, come back. Over. Better than your other name. Yeah, yeah true. Trying try to keep it clean. Oh, oh man. <laughs> hey, man. Before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to, actually, we're doing all handle names here, uh, the great movie with Smokey and the Bandit. Um, we have a fan of ours. Yesterday, I... Um, and the other day, I actually had to have uh, some work done. I uh, <laughs> suffered from some kidney stones and had some great people at Primacare. And I want to give a shout-out to one guy who said he does listen to the show, <gasps> Mr. Really? Mr. Epic Beard. And uh, it was a radio... that is. Yeah. Radiology tech guy who was funny as hell. You cannot uh, miss that beard. Oh, my God. I had a, We had a hilarious chat while I was going through a CAT scan. Good man, good guy, dude. Thank you so much. And um, at least while we're here, we also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Ultimate Health and Nutrition. If you're in the Fall Vermass area, and if you're in need of any supplements, which I personally believe as a personal trainer, if you need to have, if you're riding down, hawking something from Texarkana down to Alabama <laughs> or Georgia, you know, you need to have the right fuel in your car in order to handle a long way and get the bears off your trail. Um, you need to have the right supplements in life, so hey, you go see them for the right protein powders, branched-chain amino acids, fat burners, protein bars, any carbohydrate boosters, or whatever else you need. Also, a pre-workout. Steve and Craig, they absolutely know everybody there and support the small businesses. They know you by name. The other companies, GNC, Amazon, they know you by... They only know you by your handles. Know you by a customer that. number. <laughs> I know so. what your handle should be. Baby Bear. Yeah. Big baby bear. Uh, so definitely do that. And if you want to reach us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Movie Theater Time Machine. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm over uh, over here. Hey, it's Bob. Uh, it's yeah. Bob. I'm uh, MTTM Bob on Twitter. MTTM Bob. And you can find us on Twitter also at MT Time Machine. Nudge e- doesn't have a Twitter. And email a us. <laughs> and email us at Movie Theater Time Machine at Gmail dot com. Whoa, is my joke that funny? It was funny. It's theater with an E-R. Not that fancy English way that don't make sense. Right. I mean, England English. Because we're know. America. And yeah. we like our letters in a proper order, more or less. That's right. I guess. <laughs> oh, hell. You got you to gotta take time off your route when you're smuggling booze. Right. <laughs> true. True. So, yeah. Also, one more thing. Epic Beard. Keep laughing and don't don't cut that thing, man. <laughs> don't cut that thing. You're gonna laugh. Don't get it stuck in a pencil sharpener. <laughs> Twisting the hand will only make it worse, not better. And that's not a paddling. That's so. that's not paddling. Wait, is paddling a good thing? Or I don't know. Uh, I guess if you ask the person, does that tell you if they're an optimist or a pessimist? Is a paddling a good thing or a bad thing? If it's a good thing, you're an optimist. And you also like being uh, slapped in the butt. Uh, so this is part of Wacky Races Month here in Movie Theater Time Machine. And this one, man, I remembered seeing this when I was very, very young. And it was so good to see it again. God, Burt Reynolds, what a funny guy. <laughs> what a funny guy through this. Everybody else had a pretty good part in it. Yeah, like it was and a good, he, solid cast. You had Jackie Gleason, uh, classic uh, Jackie Gleason from The Honeymooners. Also, the very original voice from uh, The Flintstones. Wait, really? I thought really? it was it was just a ripoff of him. I always him. thought, uh, no, wasn't it uh, Jackie Gleason did... Uh, 
Fred Flintstone's voice? He did not, no. Oh, no way. No. No, he did oh, not do that, no. He did not. <laughs> I always thought he did that. No, it was no. just based on him. Oh, yeah. no way. Like Betty yeah. Boop was based on a real person. Yeah, that's no like way. the long-standing joke with... Um, I always thought he did it. Yeah. You know how people thought, like, their family guy ripped off The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. they did. You know, they did here, and they did that big bid where it's like, okay, I'll be the... You know, the turns out the judge was Fred Flintstone, <laughs> who everybody ripped off the Flintstones anyway. Who ripped oh, off the Honeymooners. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah the Honeymooners basically is... Yeah, it is the Flintstones. Oh, they just piggy their program. They just piggybacked each other's programming stuff. Pretty much, yeah. Well, this everybody does. One was a does. cartoon, and one anyway. was uh, live action. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much, wow. though. You just ruined like so, this like trivia. I thought I was Did like you? I knew that, and you, I'm like, wow. And I feel you like know, an there's idiot. no castle in Starry Night. It, it's like a weird cypress tree. <laughs> it's true. It's not a freaking tower, castle, yeah. or anything awesome like I the thought Van it was. Go, the the yep. Van Gogh. Van yeah. Gogh. Man, you're breaking my heart tonight, guys. <laughs> I am breaking your heart. I don't know any words, just this song and that chorus thing. Yeah. Well, you also had Sally Field. She was uh, the flying nun. I remember that from. Uh, oh. She used to do that the 60s or the 70s. That was yeah. not so sure about. Uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds was known for his uh, action flicks. He had done Hooper, uh, The Longest White, Yard. White Lightning, Gator. He did some really weird action flicks. Uh, Deliverance, I believe. That was one of your. You yeah. That? Yeah. So. Yeah, he, um, I tried to look at him, like, is he wearing that hairpiece now? Because I know he had a hairpiece for a while. He does? Yeah, and he, yeah, he's actually bald. Oh, shit. Bald yeah. like you or bald like bald spot? <laughs> Just a spot. No, bald, he is, he's like mostly bald. Oh. Like uh, <laughs> most of the others. But yeah, Sally Field had, has had a long, long, long standing career. Uh, and has done uh, quite a bit here. It's probably known mostly, I think, with... Um, she was opposite Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire, and she was uh, Forrest Gump's mom hmm. as well, which I think was one of the... You know, one of her best roles. Oh, Forrest, we've had so many visitors. Uh, did quite a bit here. No, she did The Glass Menagerie last year. Hmm. Neat. Um, Can you give us a synopsis in the year? All right, Smokey and the Bandit, 1977. Uh, basically, had some, um, uh, you know, truck driver, blocker. Uh, his name is uh, Bandit, and um, they got to go ahead. His to, real name is Bo. And, B-O. <laughs> and it's the... Basically, dude, do you have the song right here? I certainly do. Yeah. Yeah, just this is the t- this is the. How many seconds can we play before getting in trouble? He's bounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. He drives really fast. That's yeah. That's. So basically, what happens is the uh, they got to go ahead. They got to get this beer in Texarkana, Texas, back to Atlanta in 28 hours. Now I looked at all this and I'm like, okay, like my grandpa ran a trucking company. I think I've mentioned that a few times on the show. Mm-hmm. And I saw this, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's like I'm a kid back at the terminal again. <laughs> you know, as I'm hearing all this, you know, all this CB radio talk, I'm like, wow. There are old-fangled slang yeah. about, what, a choke and puke or something? Yeah. Puke and choke? What yeah. I, what was that? A, a, the choke and puke. What was a choke and puke? Any restaurant or just a particularly disgusting one? Truck stops. Mm. Truck stop restaurants are basically what you're gonna do is you're gonna choke down the food food or you're gonna puke it up. Ew. So disgusting. Yeah. Well, it's not like truck stops now that are like these grand malls. Oh, the auto thingy. Yeah, auto stradas in Italy. The auto strada. Yeah. No, it's uh, which sounds so German. Uh, yeah, I know. I wanted to say auto gyro too. <laughs> that's that's Mr. Burns. <laughs> 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 oh damn, that's fun. I'm still stuck on the fact that 
Burt Reynolds has uh, is bald. Like I'm. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is. It's wow. weird. I, that's I. I just can't see that. Wow. So, I can't believe it. Yeah, I guess the plot is somebody bets him up. These two dudes, one big, one real short, dressed in the same hideous suit. Yeah. Like blue and gold. Yeah, and then they got golden suits at the end, so it's like they just uh, get up and match each other later. Uh, oh, yeah, you got Enos so. Burdett. That's right, my bad. Enos Burdett and his son, uh, played by Paul Williams, was a very popular uh, musician. He also was on uh, The Muppet Show back when it was very popular in the 70s. So yeah. He was a very uh, popular character back in the day. But, character know, father and son. Actor. No, he's definitely, I think he directed and acted, oh, okay. so a bit of both. Um I know that they basically uh, put up Bandit to uh, do a run, uh, a bootleg and run with the, the, the Coors beer across the uh, state line. So Yeah, we got to explain that, I think, because I was confused. Like, this is the 70s, with, okay, not Prohibition yeah. times. I'm confused. Well, basically, up until the some counties, it's still very dry now, that if you take... Um, Around that time in the South, you know, if you take any alcohol across state lines, it's illegal. And, you know, because the federal uh, ban on alcohol was banned, the states and counties still kept it dry counties or not. You know, I think I like the show Andy Griffith. Uh. You know, it was still dry. So if you took it from Texas to Georgia, it's like, okay, you, you can, but you can only buy beer local, especially Atlanta. Itself, you can't do you uh, where there's a lot of breweries there. Hmm. Itself, they didn't want anybody to go to Texas and bring it back because you weren't buying local either. Ah, uh, uh, so okay. And Coors was at the time, actually, I was watching a little brief documentary where Hal Needham, the director, was saying that Coors beer was uh, based primarily out of California at the time. So the fact that it even left the state was quite a uh, a treat to people around the country, especially down south, which is. Pretty much what provoked this whole idea for the film to <laughs> begin with, which was quite a surprise. Uh, yeah. The fact that you couldn't get beer in another uh, state, and they were like, yeah. let's make a film about that with fast cars and Sally Field. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. It just reminds <laughs> me of, you know, God rest his soul, like Ralphie May, who mm-hmm. had this really great joke about that. He's like, look, it's like people who are terrorists, they want to do that. They had, um, it's like people wanted to blow up St. Louis. And they missed. They didn't do that. It's like, can you imagine? It's like, you blow up St. Louis, you're going to cut off the supply of Coors beer to everywhere around the country. It's like, you want to get a billion rednecks mad at you all at once? They're the ones with all the guns and stuff. Yeah. You want to go there? You'll go ahead and you'll get up. All, every redneck will all of a sudden come here and be like Megatron with all the trailers starting to pile up on each other. They took our bear. Let's Megatron. Come you mean um, Voltron or Megazord? Yeah. I don't know. It was funny. <laughs> so, I mean, I think this movie itself really funny, but it's very, it's very, very straightforward. I mean... Um, when we go ahead, let's get a guest in here. Let's see what's going on. And, uh, we have fire up the machine, get the coordinates going. There is nothing straightforward about bad driving and endangering the lives of many, many people and talking uh, cats. you again. Not again. Uh, what? You said I could come back, right? Right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you said I could come back. Oh. So, it's me. All right, copper man. Hey. It's me, the time cop. And I'm here from the future and to, 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 because I think the people need to know about that you shouldn't drive through backyards and try to hit other fellow officers with your vehicle. Is. Well, Oh, Regardless so yeah, of whether it flies yeah. or is on the ground or is waterborne or in space. Well, I mean, people are watching a 70s movie. You know, there's a lot that's... So, there's a lot you can remove from that. I mean, what do you think, though? Come on, man. You think that was really... You really going to take that that seriously? Well, what was his motivation? Money? Was that money for cancer? 
research or something? No, he just wanted the money. Yeah, he wanted the money. He just wanted the challenge and the money, and he drove drove over innocent plants off road, all kinds of all over the place, and and even off. Oh, that jump! It gives me chills just to remember it. Well, man. Well, you're here, man. You can share your thoughts. We're going to walk through the movie since you're here with us. Well, I'm glad we're walking through it and not driving recklessly. We can see. We can try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now. So, as we said here, you got Big Enos and Little Enos who are... <laughs> it seems like you said Enos. I know. Enos. Yeah. Enos. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, well, maybe from where they're from, they say anus. We don't know that. Big anus and little anus. <laughs> Send it to big anus. <laughs> Something was as funny as, like, I think almost about a year ago is the one where we had the... I don't remember what movie it was, but it was the guy's name was Dick Chasen. Oh, God. That really oh, shitty yeah. movie with Lon Chaney. That yeah, happened, yeah. yeah. The Destructible Man. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that was awful. <laughs> Great acting on uh, Lon Chaney's part. <laughs> Hateful fart face. I still remember that. that right. Make a really unhappy, angry face. Great. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, have a couple more swigs of alcohol. Okay, you can do it. You can do it, Lauren. Did it in a day. Oh, man. Go back and see that episode, folks. All right, so yeah, here they're uh, they're gonna seek a truck driver and say, go ahead and you know get this core, bring a Coors beer. It's bootlegging, but you're gonna bring it back from Texarkana to Georgia. Can you do that for us? Well, all right, sure. So they pay him off. They pay him, you know, with a, to get a speedy blocker car. Yes. Yeah, so and he gets a really nice Trans Am out yeah. of it. One of oh, the uh, got... most popular Trans Ams back in the day. Um, really? Is it the car... Thunderbird or the Firebird? No, that was the uh, the Trans Am. I think it was the, uh, I don't know, actually. It had That's the, a great question. like, a bird right I'm on it. I'm not going to say the wrong one. Uh, one of those things. Yeah, so, no, uh, I don't have it here in my notes, but. Like, plenty extra. No, it just shows it, uh. He has a cool bird Black on Pontiac it. Pontiac Trans Am. I thought it was the uh, yeah. the Firebird version. Yeah, yeah. Firebird. it was uh, yeah, Black Pontiac wrong? Trans Am. It might have been a yeah. Firebird, but that's all right. So they yeah, had that, and you know, of course, the Bandit comes on here, and the over eighty thousand dollars. You better yeah. be on there, yeah. And so he's yeah, the one right. with the truck that has the stagecoach getting held up by a Bandit. Uh, yeah. Cowboy scene. Yeah. Painted on the side. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. gives that over to guy they call Snowman? Yep. Snowman is his handle, and that's Cletus. <laughs> Cletus with a D. Yeah. Snowman. So, so, yeah, which is a really cool handle, actually. I kind of wonder, you know, what would happen, like, in the other movies, if they would go deeper into why he's called Cle- uh, called Snowman. Maybe he did some Alaskan runs or something, you yeah. know. Oh, he's just right? super white. It could be a prequel yeah. for the uh, the uh, smoking the bandit universe. <laughs> it could be like the next big thing to the Marvel and Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. So they got to go to Texarkana, get back in twenty eight hours. Here, well, hey, you know, time cop here. You got to think about some twenty eight hours crossing eight states. You just several states. It's got to be crazy, right? No, not at all. It just takes a couple seconds to configure your watch and your boot. And then you're just there, you know? I, I don't understand. It's like you're saying it's just timey-wimey, spacey-wacey stuff. Yeah, right, huh? No? Oh, right, right, right. You gotta get there manually. I see, I see. Right. But I suppose I have... I really don't know because I... Well, never mind what year it is, you know, well, where I'm from. Oh, come on. The state of Texas I can't tell you huge. about the future, you know? No, I can tell you, honestly, like, going 28 hours just first... stop and then the earth rotates underneath you. That's how you get where you gotta go. No. You stop time, and the Earth moves for you, and then you're in a new location. You're well, giving away I'm the plot wrong. to the first Superman film. Don't, don't <laughs> give it away. Don't do it. Is that the one where he turns back time? Because that, that's not how it works. That, that's it's just silly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that's you how You gotta the, stand on I, the Earth. Oh, okay. Because mm. then it will, if if you're not standing on it, then it will move out from under you yeah. as it completes its revolution through we'll space. We'll have to submit all this information to Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then hey, he can pay us millions of dollars. Speaking of that, have you? did you find his car at all? It's the one blaring uh, uh, David Bowie. That's a good hot uh, spot on the moon. Yeah. Okay. 
So, at least at this point, so they want to go ahead, they have, um, they want to celebrate in style, and Bandit accepts the bet, he's going to go ahead, he's going to be his blocker. Mm-hmm. Now, the blocker's the one that's going <laughs> to divert the attention away from, the, you know, the cops, so you got, um, you got there, and hence you get the name Smokey and the Bandit. Because Smokey is there, you got the bears that are all after Smoky you, and they all wear these Smokey hats. Ka- yeah, I was going to say, Kaz, did you want to give an explanation? Because we had a, a, a nice little side chat about I did? what a uh, Smokey is. So. Oh, I, I don't even remember. Um... We were saying how uh, Smokey was based on Smokey the Bear, which was very popular in the 70s. Uh, don't don't pr- prevent forest fires and whatever the hell he said. He wears a hat. He yeah. wears a hat. A trooper-looking hat. Exactly. A Mountie-looking hat. And based on that hat was the idea that that's what the Mounties would wear, so therefore they called them Smoky Bears, and that's where the whole thing... So sometimes they'd rotate between Smoky and Bear. So it could be Smoky or Bear. So cute. Nice. As reference to the Mountie. You just want to go pinch their little cheeks. <laughs> she still thinks I'm cute. That's awesome. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't pinch an officer's cheek. That could be construed as assault. Yeah, true, true. Without scan your eyeballs for the data. <laughs> well, you know, now we have that. So they're they're on the trip, and it's pretty uneventful when they're heading that way. Uh, but then they're heading back. It gets a little bit rough because then they, um, they're heading on their way there. They pick up Carrie, who eventually he nicknames Frog, who's played by Sally Field. She's really cute. Yeah. She looked really great. And she's uh she's running away from a wedding and she's supposed to get married. It's not specified. Not specified, but go on. Yeah. She's wearing the bride dress. Yeah. yeah. Who she's getting married to? We don't we don't know. Well, <laughs> well we'll later find out she's married she's getting married to the sheriff's son. Da, da, da. Buford T. Justice. And my god, this guy was so funny. Is this is this relative? Is you think he's related to Johnny B. Good? <laughs> yeah. Is there a Marvin B. Evil somewhere? I wanted to see <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I wanted to see Buford T. Justice, you know, in, in line with the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> is there, you have, like, Batman, Wonder Woman. Buford. <laughs> here, played by the great Jackie Gleason, who he is just, my God, just a god-awful human being, but really goddamn funny, you know? Hear things like cow shit. <laughs> hey, what the hell is this shit here? And his dumbass son, and he basically is running after Carrie because um, she insulted his authority and he paid for the wedding and she ran out, hmm. but he only paid $40 for it. Hmm. So, she makes bad decisions in love. Yeah. Well, oh, she said that a lot, though. Mm Ignoring the jurisdiction, he just he has Junior with him. And, you know, he starts taking off on the way to Georgia over a thousand miles. Even various mishaps, his cruiser gets all, uh, basically disintegrates. And there's so many fun it's stuff converted here. into a convertible. Yeah, oh, so... <laughs> hey, well, like, one of my favorite lines in that here... Daddy, you know they go. They're heading down the road, and they go right underneath one of those wires that he converts into a convertible. Daddy, the top came off. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy is just a dumbass. Here, but he reminded me of cartoon characters. You know the yeah. dad, the dumb girl, adult son. Yeah, it was like almost like um, the, the Lenny and George bears. Or yes. Whatever. Yes, yes, I was just going to say that, like, uh, or, like Lenny and Rock from, uh, oh, the, yeah, from uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, or the, the gangsters, yeah. Yeah. What we going to do now, Rock? What we going to do now? Yeah, kind of like that. Same thing we did, yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Oh, man, so I just, there, there's a lot in my notes that are really, uh, it's really concise, but, I mean, there's so many great CB characters there. Uh, from the hookers they got down in uh, Arkansas. Mm. Yeah. Here and Paula Dean's stunt double. <laughs> uh, uh, she was very young and attractive. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Stop saying that. Uh, He's making the, shit up. There was the godfather-looking dude. <laughs> he did look like skinny. I liked Little Marlon Beaver. Brando. She was my favorite. <laughs> Little Beaver was the best by far. He had a my cute favorite. haircut. Yeah. 
that pixie haircut or whatever you call it. Yeah, this brought back some good memories. I mean, I just, I mean, CB radios are really not even around. I think you could find them, but I don't know who uses them anymore. There must be dedicated people into that stuff. Yeah, CB radio citizens band actually have family that they, uh, they started with ham radio, which was basically amateur radio for yep. the public, uh, and then C- citizen band radio or CB radio. You have to have a license to uh, you do. to talk on those channels. Yep. Huh. So that one you have to pay for, but um, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my I actually have my grandfather's license tag in the in the in the office here. Oh neat. Yeah. Cool. So they're here, you know, JL. I actually have his his, his too, but I don't know. Um, Bro, I don't know if I could still even use it, but it's supposed to be guaranteed forever. But oh, neat. he's been dead for a while, so that'd be kind of fun. I don't know, but it must be a family guy too, where they found out Quagmire was bald. Mm-hmm. Then he's like he's doing a CB radio thing. Oh, is he based on Burt Reynolds with his uh, <laughs> bald hair? <laughs> bald Quag- hair. Quagmire's like, bald head. Sorry. Like, breaker, breaker, over, breaker. <laughs> Are you bald? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bald too. Okay, good. <laughs> Just a real, uh, a real quick uh, talk about CB radio. It was really popular yeah. during the 70s and the 80s. It was considered the heyday. Uh, a lot of uh, citizen band themed. Uh, there was many magazines. Uh, newsstands back then, people read. When people read magazines and newspapers, presumably. Uh, mm-hmm. Two magazines that were really popular for the uh, during that time were... S nine CB radio, and uh, CB radio magazine. Oh, but, how creative um, and colorful! It spawned. Uh, was it CB Action? Spawned other publications that were popular. Uh, it ran all the way into the early two thousands, and then I don't know. It's so it's still out there. The 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 culture for it. So CB radio is still popular, and I guess ham radios. I'm not as familiar. Yeah, must be down. Uh, must be somewhere down south or something. You can you know. still learn telegraphy. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. True, definitely. Um, so basically, you know, then that's what, for the first part of the film, you know, like the first 20, 30 minutes, it kind of drags a little bit. But if you want to watch this, like. It doesn't drag. Well, well I hang on. couldn't think. Drag for a little bit, and then, you know, just when the point when he picks up the bride, it starts heading down, it starts heading out that way, and you're like, okay. Now I can see some see some good stuff, and basically I'm gonna like summarize most scenes in the film. You know, he's Go heading down it. to Georgia. Yeah. CB radio culture catches up. Okay, we see you here. Yeah, we heard you were coming, Bandit. We set up the hill to help you get away from the cops. Okay. Sure, nice. Okay, to have cool. Friends like that, even yeah. if they help you do illegal shit like that. Really? You went to the illegal stuff there, Time Cop? What? What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Everything's perfectly legal. I'm just saying the power of oh, friendship I think is an a illegal. beautiful thing to to. You tell me behold. what you might have done. I didn't do, I didn't do anything. Hmm, what are your friends? I mean, you always you invited huh? yourself back. Yeah. Friends? Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. I, I know... Just, just take a deep breath. But, um, I think we should get back to the reviewing. Okay. What was your favorite scene out of the whole movie? I like the part when that younger feller uh, stopped the sheriff and tried to tell him what's what about that. He shouldn't be driving that piece of shit on the highway. <laughs> I mean, the roof was gone. It was not a designated convertible. I mean, this is... On the surface of the earth, we're talking about very dangerous, where the ground is all hard, and yeah. you could just get bounced around on the ground and, and but think of all remove the mo- your face and be terrible. Everything you're saying is correct, but think about all the money they saved, Time Cop. You know, yeah, they just they could have went to a chop shop and paid like God knows how many thousands of dollars, and they said for their course, we can just like drive through this like uh, rig uh, vehicle and ch- cut our. You know how many people could have and- died, and how many talking cats could have died. <laughs> With that kind of reckless driving? I mean, did he say anything at all to justify it? Did I miss something here? What, did Justice say something to not justify? Not to justify, not him. I mean, Bandit. Oh, did he do anything to justify? How is he supposed to be the hero of the picture? 
If he is just endangering lives left and right. He wears that cool hat. That's how you know he's the hero. Heroes wear cool yeah. hats. Except, except the villain. But villains. He also had a really neat hat, but his hat wasn't mm. as cool as Bandit's. Yeah, he had a cowboy hat it. on. The cowboy hat. Perfect word for it. Yeah. yeah we'll go with that. Well, I think he... <laughs> I think Hats. it's also... I think it's what also... A strange time. It... it there's a really great parody of this in a Simpsons episode called Homer and the Bandit. You hear the episode where Homer tries to bring alcohol back to Springfield when it's declared dry. <laughs> and the very end, of, you know, he um, he basically gets everybody swigging and, you know, has a good old time with it. And The, um, the beer? Yeah. Ba- Baron? Was that it? Yeah. Beer Baron. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So learned about that in history class. Yeah, but he plays the um, he basically parodies um, parodies the bandit where he's driving around, but he's trying to bring the beer back to Springfield. And the end of the episode, you know, he's standing on the kegs drinking a beer, and he says to beer. The cause of everything. That was alcohol. Oh, to alcohol. The cause <laughs> of everything. And solution to all our problems. The cause and solution to all of our problems. Yeah, to, to all of life's problems. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they, should, they could make a remake with Pa and feature like all those stoner comedy actor movies. Well, yeah, basically it was Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Ah, okay. Where they build the car completely out of pot and cross it across the Mexican border. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a freaking great movie. So it was a station wagon. It wasn't there either. They tried to pull over all these nuns. <laughs> if, if he nicknamed the bride uh, Frog, Frog. I, I, I think... She, he wanted a jumper. She should have... That was a great line. I was like, I, I had to think about it. I'm like, oh, oh, oh I get what Yeah, it was quick. But at the it same was quick, time, yeah. I, I'm like, okay, clever wordplay is funny, but then I'm thinking, wait a minute, who the fuck would... If anyone said that to me, I would be like, what the fuck, you creeper? Get away from me. Are you going to rape me? Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those kind of funny, but also not funny. Yeah, it, it is weird because if you hear it like nowadays, you wouldn't be able to do that. You wouldn't be able to do anything like that. We can't do that anymore because in this generation, well, that's we're, good. we're, no we're one like wants our to feel own unsafe. cops. I know, but yeah. I don't know. Like back then, they were just loose and. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak for any of the people, but I, I thought that you know they, they had more decency, respect for one another. So even if they yeah. if they say stuff <laughs> like that, I, I, Buford you know. be too just t justice. And we have to also yeah. consider too, yeah, Buford t justice. He's all like, "Don't you talk about like, don't you be swearing for my son to this other cop? Don't you be swearing in front of my son? He's poking him in the chest so hard. I'm one of the most respected law enforcement men in all of the United States of America." I think we also have to consider, guys, uh, yeah. the fact that uh, Burt Reynolds and Sally Fields were dating at the time, so their banter back and they forth did was have probably good chemistry. based on yeah. good chemistry. Absolutely, I didn't know that, really. And in a relationship, yeah, by the time they were, I think they were pretty much into a, a solid relationship by the sequel, which came out in 80, and also Hooper, which was another film I was sort of reading up on, because I know very little about it, so. Hmm. so they definitely had a series of films together where they were in a relationship. And uh, but things weren't they very bad for the, both of them in the end, so mm. yeah. not too bad. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So we had that. So it's like the whole rest of the film, you know, at this point, is a long chase. You know, where the antics they get attention to the local and the stadies, and you know, this reminds me of a story my mom used to tell me, like when she was driving home and she lived in Little Compton at Sakonet Point. Mm. And when she first started driving, like, um, when she was a teenager, and, like, the one, uh, like, there were only, like, two cops in all of Little Compton mm. and all that. And, like, you know, the, it was during the summertime. She was riding around with her girlfriends and then, you know, just speeding down the road no cops around, but also because it's the summertime, there's a whole bunch of tourists. Yeah. They're here. So the the captain of the, of the, which was the only other guy in charge, basically like Andy and Barney Fife. Oh, I want to see you them know, in this movie. Every group of the Barney Fife, you know, like the sheriff of the town would pull her over going, Leo, what the hell are you doing? And here it's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jim. Well, I better go ahead and take you home. What's the matter? You don't want to arrest me? She's like, no, no, no. I don't. I want you to slow down. 
Why are you going to arrest me? He's, no, the Stadies are here. I don't want to lose my badge. <laughs> I want to see this. I would love to see this movie because Bu- uh, Buford, Ju- Sheriff Justice is a jerk and he's unlikable. So I think it's funny. I mean, I think it would be fun if maybe the only reason why we consider the bandit a hero or, well, maybe not, whatever, uh, is either because he's like a... Um, maybe because he's charming. So what if we had Andy Griffith in this movie <laughs> and they kind of had a charm off? Yeah. Maybe that would. I think so. Things. I think that would be a little different. But I like. I like that. There's the little things about Sheriff Joe. Sheriff Joseph makes him a good character, though. So he's not like, a likable one. He's mm. like the principal versus um, Ferris Bueller. Kind of. Actually, yeah. Yeah, in a very weird way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he has, um, but it's a very, very, very good, very good character in general. I mean, I think they're, my mind's starting to go blank on my thought. But, I didn't like him. He's like, yeah. I liked him. But he has, he oh. the best banter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he has <laughs> a thing on, with his son, but like when, you know, man. when the roof comes off and he's like, hold on to my hat. And the rest of the movie, when they're driving, the son's holding on to his hat. <laughs> Daddy, my hat fell off. I wish your head went with it. You know, <laughs> like, I like the part when uh, the the dude drives by in that uh, I don't know what the hell it was, some type of rack truck, and uh, he says <laughs> bonsai, and he takes out the sheriff's store. Yeah. And then the, he, he, he <laughs> yeah. says, "Don't do it." He looks. He, he looks at his son, the uh, sheriff justice, and goes, "Get the door, hold it, and hold it." So so uh, Junior gets in the car and the passenger side literally holds the, the door with Sheriff facing forward and he goes, I can't believe you came from my loins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home and punch your mama. That, yeah, that wasn't cool. I was like, I, I couldn't laugh at that one. That was a little like... Uh, <laughs> Would you prefer it if he said bang Zoomer to the moon? Yeah. Well, I liked it. Well, he did. You guys pointed out that he did a uh, a good uh, honeymooner line at one of the points. Yeah. Well, he said something moon, about something around about... the moon. I forget. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, when there was that funeral procession driving by, yeah. he said it would have been to the moon. I forget yeah, how I was, exactly he said it, it, it but it was just, a good line. It wasn't just truckers on the CB radio, so I was kind of confused. Like, yeah. there was, well, like, the hearse drivers and the... Well, I can really, like, around that time, and I mean, still now, I mean, there's a lot of people who are... With CB radios, and I mean, you know, now technology with truck drivers, um, you know, they have a lot to keep themselves company, and they have ways to keep in contact with their family. Uh, like, mainly, that's one of the big reasons why Skype got so damn big. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with satellite internet and everything. Satellite is incredibly slow, though. Traveling all the distance to Mars? Awful. Awful lonely. Really? Yeah, that, then you got to start drawing little faces on your, your hand, kind of tuck your thumb in under this, and then talk to your hand to be like, Would you call your the hand, hand is listening. Oh, I thought you were talk gonna... to the hand. The hand is listening. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is Mary Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. Have you met Mary Sue? He's my, my hand puppet. Yeah. Yeah? Does Mary Sue want to you know, do little taco dances too? No, 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 but but she does love literature. Oh, yeah? She loves to write her own fiction about shows and, and stuff like that. And, and and orphans. And orphans with magical powers, you know? Really those perfect kind of characters? Oh, oh, oh no. These these orphans are bank robbers. Because you got to have throw in a character flaw. They, they, they like to steal everything. I just, all I keep hearing is emojis. Hearts, This especially. is all about, like, emojis in my mind, so <laughs> y'all keep talking, and I'm be all like, it's all emoji talk to me, uh, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no, nah, we're not, you know, believe me, I think I that's something, if that's something that's long forgotten, that's better off. Hey, so. I like to use the cat face with the heart, so don't be dissing on cat face. Oh no, I'm fine with that. So, I like that. Uh, Save the so, cat face emoji. So, one of the things that I really like, um, we were talking about with CB radios, right? You know, the truck drivers. You didn't the mention the thing, dog. Well, I will in a second. Let me just finish this thought. But the um, CB radios were really the only thing to keep the truckers company. And I mean, you know, around the South, of course, you know, big lug things were moving around there and around the around Dixie area quite a bit 
So, I mean, people bought up the CB radios and would talk to the truck drivers. And basically, that was like a way of talking to people from all around the country. Hmm. You know, at that point. So, a lot of people would pick it up. Before the advent of telephone? Pretty much, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Long distance charges used to be a thing. When exactly. We were kids. Exactly. Ugh. So, I mean, and also around the, for a long time, too. Uh, especially areas down south, you know, if you pick up the phone, you could have the same line as people next door, mm. too. Oh, wow. So, if you if you did that, like, there's a, an Andy Griffith episode where um, a stranger comes and stays in town for a few days, and then on Sundays where uh, there's one line in the whole town, and there's two old ladies that just talk with each other. Old time. Oh, we let them have the phone from twelve to two every day. I remember yeah. landlines, yeah. and we had, and mom got me a, a line to talk to you. I think. Yeah. Which sounds awfully fancy. To, yeah. For the time. True. Yeah, it was. I had a, I had a line to I had a line to myself in my own room. I, like, I thought it was kind of indulgent. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I remember that too. I had one. I had a, I had a phone in my bedroom. They were like, I got a phone in my. You got a phone in your room. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those days when I when I got my my phone in my room. It's like, whoa, I'm moving up in the world. I had a Nickelodeon <laughs> phone. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but it was more of a, a second line. That was just weird. I had, and I had like a Disney goofy sense. phone or something. I can't remember. Yeah. I had some kind of weird character phone back in the day. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. <laughs> it it <felt> did special. <laughs> it did make sense though to to make sure that. You know the you don't get a phone call anyways that interrupts the dial up internet. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, true before Wi Fi. Yeah. Got all of that shit. DSL. That was like whoa. Yeah. Step up from that. Is that what <laughs> we have now? Two K modem there, man. No, no. I don't well, know what it is anymore. No, now it's up to cable. It's up to so many. Uh, yeah, four uh, four oh, K modems. Not stuff. the same as DSL or no. No, DSL is a step down. That's uh, DSL was still based on. Phone line, but uh, cable came out, which was God exponentially faster. It's up to God knows how many megahertz of speed now. I mean, yeah. Based on your cable well, carrier service, you can go like bananas fast. Oh like, yeah, what is it like when oh. you're around now, uh, Papa? Where 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 I'm from, we don't need no wires. <laughs> Damn. I oh, always yeah. wondered about that. Yeah. Wireless electricity would be awesome unless it rains and everyone dies, right? Yeah. So, um, we just wrap just this part of the movie world. here. Very, so, very the crux some... of, okay, go. Oh, sorry, yeah. I was gonna. No, go ahead, man. Yeah. No, I was gonna say the crux of the film were like the most significant. Uh, the crotch of the film. The crux. <laughs> yeah. Don't be talking about my code name, Kaz. <laughs> Did I? No, no, I'll make love my bad. No, it was something else. Um, no, <laughs> we were the ones who said you said it was dirty, and we we're like. Fire crotch? I heard that's a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, creepy. I want people to listen to this and not be disturbed, so I, I won't say it. Um, no, but the uh, the the crucial part of the film was where everybody was in uh, Alabama, where they all met up, and uh, between the uh, the prostitute scene, which was great with Paula Dean Thin, yeah. sexy Paula Dean Thin, and uh, it wasn't Paula Dean. It just looked it was, kind of like her. Looked like, kind of looked like her. And Marlon Brando's skinny double. Did you say Kevin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you effect. think of Paul, you just say Paul Dean's double, I just think of two sticks of butter, and my head just goes in a really weird two place. Two sticks, right one cup. <laughs> oh. Um. oh, God. Well, basically, they ultimately, by the time they got to the, they passed the uh, Alabama state line, uh, we're about three quarters into the film, and uh, between Snowman and uh, Bandit, they had four miles to get uh, past the line. Yep. Uh, they had the entire, pretty much the entire uh, state. Uh, tailing them at this point, it looked like they were not going to make it to the point even Bandit got on the uh, CB uh, to Snowman and said, you know, we're not going to make it, we got to hang up, we got to hang it up now, and yeah. Snowman's like, we come this far, we ain't going to hang it up now, <laughs> we got to yeah. keep going. And I Bandit's was confused. Like, All right, he's like, and, and I like the fact that Snowman like stepped up his game, he's like, they don't know who I am, they're going to know who I am, so he like... He, like, comes up on the side of uh, Bandit on the road, uh, takes over, and just, like, smashes through the state. It was the uh, cops, like, lined <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, man, that was great. That was terrible. <laughs> Why do you I think it was terrible? It. Was it a movie, though? All that property destroyed. It sends a bad message. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. That, that cops aren't people, and their cars don't have artificial intelligence. They don't feel anything. That's, Whoa. that's just prejudice right there. Whoa. So when the Wait, seats. cars have feelings? Mm. Are you talking about smart cars? Uh, never mind. Just, okay. just forget it. Forget it. Forget I, it. I gotta wonder. We, we don't talk about the things that happen in my time, you know? Oh, okay. yeah, I, I don't know right, if you right, can right, understand that. I'll leave it be. Yeah, I'll yes. leave it be. I always thought so. smart cars had feelings, so, but that's my yeah. opinion. Because so. So, they're smart. Yeah. Know, it says it in the title, smart. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. So at that point, you know, they're uh, they they arrive. They're at the Lakewood Speedway, uh, basically at the race. Okay, they're there. They're ten minutes early. I gotta see something though, like yeah. ten minutes from the cops getting on their tail. Because I'm thinking, if they gotta unload a bunch of bootleg beer, how are they not gonna get caught in a couple of minutes when the freaking yeah. cops arrive? How are they gonna escape being? I don't know. Somebody might photograph their license plate. I don't know. Yeah, well, I can't believe it took like over three quarters of the film for a, a helicopter to finally show up and, <laughs> and, to, and to actually track them. It's like, you know, the, you ca- they could have done that for like the entire beginning of the film. They would have made it like a tighter uh, r- uh, chase film. But, you know, the fact that it's this helicopter, it's like, oh, hey, somebody finally realized we should get a helicopter because we totally can't keep up with Bandit I mean, at this point. So. Um, uh, Sheriff Justice was always like, he almost killed 20 cops. Mm. Like, Jesus. Yeah. What kind yeah. of driving is that? All for a bet? And yeah, some I was money? trying to figure out what's the man act. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Something I about wondering. kidnapping? The man act and kidnapping. She and... seemed to be pretty excited about the action, though. Yeah. yeah. She was having a good time. Yeah, there was that scene in the film. I called it the uh, Simba and Nala. Uh, <laughs> uh, can, can you feel, you feel the, the love, love tonight? tonight? Yeah, basically kind of... they're in the forest, and uh, I think that their, their signifying sex scene is uh, capped off with uh, bandits hat on top of the CB radio uh, They didn't wire. have sex, did they? No, but I think that... Well, the they didn't quite say it, well, they but... Did, but it, the fact yeah. that he puts his hat on top of the CB radio... She does uh, crawl into antenna. his lap in the middle of him driving on the goddamn highway. Now, think yeah. about it, guys. All right, most films, uh, when you see, you know there's going to be a sex scene involved, they they put a hat or some type of <laughs> item outside of the their door. So right. let you know, don't interrupt, like, because things going on. So I yeah. think in this film's way of emphasizing uh, the idea of like there's some kind of sexual in- activity going on bandit opts to put his uh stetson cowboy hat don't whatever it is on top of the uh that antenna yeah on the antenna say, radio yeah don't bother yeah, yeah. <laughs> which well, i thought was yeah. actually quite entertaining well, that's yeah. what i was about that was pretty, i was yeah, just kind of looked that up was and my, i was like huh yeah. i could be incorrect but that was no, my, i think my like, to quote my grandmother that was the rose going down the river and we all knew what they were doing, but we didn't need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked it up, actually. The Man Act, or the short, uh, short title version of the About White Slave Trading Act. Ooh. An act that regulates interstate foreign commerce, prohibition, transporting therein, immoral purposes of women oh. and girls for other purposes. So... Mm-hmm. Um, transport transporting people to the states without their consent. Um, yeah, um, that's heavy um, stuff. Heavy. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, it does wrap up, and I mean, I think it was funny. Is at the end, you know, or it's like they're on the CP radio, and it reminded me there was a there was a really good episode. It's cars. Yeah, there was an episode of Reno Nine One One, and they're in the car, and they're you know he gets on the radio, and he. You know, radios to see he's right behind them. And it's like, oh, you know, in Reno 911, there was a um, uh, an episode called Fast Eddie McClintock hmm. where they were chasing this guy all around the, uh, the city of Reno. And, you know, it was, there, the, it was voiced by Jeff Foxworthy. And you know, at the very end, he calls him up, and he's like, "You are the best one here, and I've been pursued. I've been pursued by the best of the best, and y'all been the best one I've ever seen. I left a gift for you there. I'm in my way." And you know, like, wait a minute, he came from the hook, <laughs> and they they go off and they start chasing him again. It was a great episode. It was perfect. Yeah. Definitely a uh, a way of uh, complimenting Smokey uh, and Bandit for sure. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was a direct parody of it. I saw this, but it's like, oh, I've been pursued by the best of them, and you've been the best of the best. And you're like, well, as the pursuee, you've been the greatest pursuer, literally. <laughs> but now that this, now, you know, this uh, J. 
General Pappy bullshit's over with. Where the hell are you? <laughs> the deer is like, well, you know, I'm wearing a gold suit. I'm down here, and there's a little gimpy person right there. He said pygmy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Little pygmy person wearing the same coat as me. So he looks. Ah, down. I can't lie to you. <laughs> so he looks down the hill expecting to find him, and then Bandit has too much of a moral to himself and says, Nah, you're, Those you're, are you're the an Enos honorable man. Yeah. yeah, he's going to point him out, but then he decides, Nah, nah I'm, I'm an honorable man. He says, Look, look up the hill, and, and there's a Bandit Frog and uh, Snowman sitting in the car just looking back at him and smiling, to which. Uh, as they're speeding off, Frog looks back and says, Sorry, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> no hard feelings, Junior. Because they, the 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 bet was doubled if they would take 18 hours to go to Boston for clam chowder. Yeah. yeah. Bring it yeah. back. So, yeah. the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best part of it, though, at the ending, you know, he wanted to apprehend the guy even though they're out of their jurisdiction, so he gets Junior out of the car. To try to arrest this random guy, and then he starts taking off. But then you know, Junior's running after him. Daddy, Daddy, wait for me. Who's gonna hold your hand? <laughs> awesome. Oh, such a dang good thing. So, well, Mister Cobb, Mister Cobb, I don't know what we're gonna do with you here. Uh, I don't. I, um, I think that cop just comes and goes. Okay. I well, guess that saves us the effort. All right, yeah. That's a thing, that's a thing. That's kind of mysterious. Well. You didn't mention the dog. No. Oh, yeah, there was a cute little dog, yeah. Dude. I wouldn't say Lil. Oh, man. Brought back. Oh, yeah. Should we talk yeah. about Fred? Yeah. Fred. We, we got to talk about the, Fred a little Fred bit. the Basset. Uh, what a perfect name for a Basset hound. Yeah. Basset hounds, you can never be, you can never be unhappy around because they always look kind of sad. Aww. They're here because they're always the, like... The sadness for you. They're always like a little droopy, but they, you know, they're lovable as can be. I had a basset named Laverne for many, many, many good years. I and mean, she lived to be a little over 12 and she was a great dog. Um, but bassets are also very heavy. I mean, my dog was about 50 pounds and she felt like she was a thousand. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're like... Oh, here, when basset hounds are known to have big back problems. Oh, yeah, really? stop they, breeding them that way. Well, God. well yeah, you know, they're long dogs with little tiny six-inch legs. Oh, the hot dogs. Yeah. No, no, no that's not Dotson. Not dogs. Not no, the no, wiener dogs. No, oh, okay. no, no, they're like little tiny legs and they're a little long, so yeah. they're here. They got a low center of gravity, so they're hard to pull up. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think here. they were for hunting a similar, a burrowing creature, but exactly. something larger than yeah. Dotsons were... What, yeah. for badgers or something? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're bred to hunt. Uh, hunt um, I don't know. I got a question for you because you might know this. Are yeah. they naturally, are their eyes naturally bloodshot or is that Ugh. only because they sleep too much or they don't sleep enough? Or because their eye sockets are all drooping um, down? I don't know. I, I was wondering. Disgusting. Maybe I thought you could go off the top of your head. It depends on, you know, actually who's caring for them. Okay. And also whether they're purebred or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought so, it was down to the breed of the dog. All right. Yeah. I think it was just the saggy skin just yeah. kind of right. shows yeah. all the pink stuff. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably it because actually the, the female ones don't tend to sag around the eyes that much. But mine, my Laverne was a purebred, and she didn't have that much. So but. you're saying, like, the male versions, they sag more well, yeah. than the females too, who don't sag in that <laughs> yeah. particular Well, they sag area. a little later. Are we talking about testicle faces <laughs> here? I didn't, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. We were kind of, I don't know. I, we were just talking about Fred, yeah. Fred was awesome. I saw him. I'm like, oh, there's a bass in here. Cool. <laughs> no, but, yeah, it's just, I can't imagine taking a dog. Dog on a long truck trip like that. It's a lazy yeah. dog and well air conditioned. Yeah, true. Well, true. In, in Fred's case, he was in just the carrying film, him around. You could carry him around and feed him hamburgers, and apparently he was very happy and content. Yeah. So. Maybe well, he's yeah. just a big old a cool dog, dog who didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, basset hounds are very basset hounds are are known to be very territorial and very very stubborn. Oh. In general, so I mean, you know, taking them around somewhere and like. Taking them for rides. I don't know. Yeah, probably my Laverne loved going for rides no matter mm. what. Did you, did you ever find yeah. that uh, your dog was inclined to 
get out of the vehicle at any point and run into a pond and just swim around like an adorable little dog and then Aww. yeah get, get out when How could it was a ra- dog like that swim cuz i thought i liked the fact that fred like <laughs> uh, like a snowman had to run after his dog and decides to like jump in a pond and just swim around looks like so happy at peace <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gets out and the snowman has to nah. carry back to the truck. <laughs> yeah, she never really swam. Yeah, I, I don't really remember that, but it was yeah. still funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So I don't know who we would replace in this cast at all. Um, besides uh, Andy Griffith? Yeah. Just to have a charm off? I think, I think yeah, Andy Griffith as a... And Barney Fife. Yeah. Barney would definitely give Chase that. <laughs> just that hard. He would just revenge or something or... <laughs> He doesn't want the dignity of his office insulted. Yeah. <laughs> they insulted the dignity of the office of the law. <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> the only person I could see possibly replacing Bandit would end up being like McConaughey. Uh, He's like, but he'd be like the default go to. And I, I wouldn't even yeah. want to see him really even in that role. I can't role. remember I like, what he looks like. I, I like, I just know I, that I like Reynolds. He, I think he's the the perfect uh, yeah. depiction of the character. Anybody else will just be he's doing a version dated. of uh, yeah. Reynolds. So yeah, McConaughey is probably the one is like fifties, mid fifties. I don't yeah. know. I don't. Well, what's he oh man, I gotta I go take this somewhere. Okay. Confused. Never yeah. saw it. Yeah. Um, D- I know that name. Fool's Gold. Matthew McConaughey. He did. Is he friends or something? No. I'm confused. No, Matthew McConaughey recently is doing those Lincoln commercials. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. If you saw him, you uh, know exactly who it is. Something, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what he did yeah. besides... Basically, he's like a very relaxed guy. general actor. It's just <laughs> annoying when general, you just yeah. you know names, yeah. but you have no idea what the hell they were in or what they look like. And yeah. you just know they're famous and you know the name. Yeah, I would say... And I'm um, like, am I stupid? Or is it just trivial? Yeah, the only other one who I would replace um, Burt Reynolds with um, would be James Garner. About Clint Eastwood. No, well, <laughs> James Garner, who was in a 70s show, that. The, the Rockford Files. No, I agree. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Here, he, would do, he would do very, very, very well there. And I would also say John Ritter. As who? I know right. the With name, Bandit. but nothing else. Yeah, Bandit. Oh, John Ritter is Bandit. Three's Company. That would be interesting. Never saw it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm new here, but he yeah, would do... Yeah, that would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, he would do very, very well there. And, um, How about joke casting? Yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm going to say. I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. And it's directed by Tarantino. That's my <laughs> go-to joke. <laughs> Well, I do not care pursuit. if we need to go get them. You need to set up Roblox for that son of a bitch, huh? And then stick him in a yellow tracksuit with a <laughs> katana. <laughs> awesome masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> or it would take place in the Old West in um, mm. Blood Geyser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Although like, <laughs> Clint Eastwood would be a good one. Just as a, not the same kind of character, but just a nice contrast, maybe, I don't know. Sheriff, uh, well, even in the sheriff role, too. Oh. No, let's say that, you know. I'm not familiar with many Eastwood films. I have seen them, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but based on what we're talking about, a great film that is in vain of uh, Smokey and the Bandit, but not quite, would be... uh, uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. It's uh, it was with Eastwood and uh, Jeff Bridges. Uh, that was another early, uh, oh, wow. early mid seventies flick. Uh, Eastwood yeah. played a uh, yeah, yeah. a priest of some kind that may have not been a priest, and then uh, Bridges was just a uh, a young player in the the game of just trying to be uh, a robber. And they go off on this great escapade. It was a really great film. Yeah. Involved a car, but that's the uh, closest uh, incarnation I can think to my mind for a. Uh, a chase film of sort with yeah. Eastwood. I'm sure yeah. he's had other ones, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Yeah. I got another good question. Okay. What uh, fantasy changed the type of cargo? I'm I I call Velociraptors headed for Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh man. Maybe they would get out. They would probably eat Fred, and then they would like eat Snowman. But then they might not like it the taste because they're like this snow cone is terrible. We need to, some more flavoring on it. Give me the flavor syrup. Because uh, raptors are very smart. <laughs> um, 
knowing that this is a thing uh, from another podcast we listened to, what the fuck is wrong with you? <gasps> I would say um, transporting fudge <laughs> to Missouri oh. would be great just because there is a place in uh, Missouri called Uranus. <laughs> And there is a fudge place in Uranus that near the year, so, you know, so just to go ahead, so, like, we gotta get this fudge to Uranus, we gotta go pack it. (laughs) Well, what if it was an ice cream truck, and they had to make it before it melted, and all the children would be sad. (laughs) But, twist! It's pot ice cream. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say if you put it in the mo- yeah. if you put it in a modern day and you have a like you know they had to transport pot mm-hmm. from like DC to Colorado, but you have Jeff Sessions following them, <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I, Trump I, is tweeting about it. I feel like this should be an Elmer Fudd kind of scenario, though. yeah, because <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's it's like the main character. Yes, it is. Well, I don't know if you would consider him the main character or consider Carrie the main character, but um, but the bandit didn't seem to have any flaws or anything going on. He's just the carefree, I do what I want, kind of like Bugs Bunny just does what he wants mm. while he gets chased yeah. by some square. He yeah. definitely could have used a lot more uh, depth to the character. I mean, yeah. I think today's generation, if the film was redone, you'd have this, like, I don't know. Like he'd like, been a, yeah. probably like a yeah. crook in it. He had like a crook. He stole a bunch of crap, and now he's always on the run. And he have like yeah, a, like he just got out of jail or something, yeah. or and he's like or really he was in jail, but he was and, framed yeah. or so, yeah, yeah. So oh so my now, god, so it would be to like Dwayne the Rock Johnson territory, of course. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just gonna like, say. I was go getting into like daughter. And was I, getting know. fast and furious territory. Yeah, yeah. I was having trouble. Like, why the hell should I care about any of these people? I mean, I didn't get any... In- I wasn't interested at all until the bride showed up. And briefly, that was kind of mysterious and interesting. But, I mean, I was just kind of distracted. I couldn't think good. So, take mm-hmm. my opinion with a grain of salt. But, um... I don't know. I guess what got me to kind of care was the the convoy scene. Yeah. I don't know why. That it's was just, really neat. Maybe because my heart craves... Uh, um. A social structure of yeah. some kind, and I'm like, I want to go home to a convoy that yeah. will protect me from cop cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, the equivalent yeah. of that uh, that has nothing to do with crime. Yeah, and it reminded me that scene particular reminded me there was a psychology <laughs> teacher that I had in high school. His name was Mr. Brzezinski, and um, you know he, he was known by Mr. B. And he'd always go and he's like, well, yeah, he'd be like, welcome home, welcome home, come on in, welcome home. And, you know, they, they, that was so yeah. cool. I just, like, it, it made me tear up a little bit, you know, I was just I thinking, of, thinking about my grandparents and, you know, like, okay, you, you wheel your way in. But also, like, you know, when you're on the road and you're in between two trucks, that's the scariest fucking thing. Yeah. But then when you're on your way out, okay, the cops come in, you know, they block them off and the cop just passes them by. They're like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But see, though, in a different franchise reference here coming up, folks, if you're Dominic Toretto... Mm-hmm. A la uh, Fast and the Furious, yeah. number one, you got your really fast car from Japan, and it's so low to the ground, you can drive under the 18-wheeler, and you don't care. <laughs> you don't care, because you know, like, you're going to outrun that vehicle, because your car is built to outrun. But it's a, it's a movie, guys. It's a movie. <laughs> Just yeah, wanted to true. point that out, so... True. You'll so, die. Basically, don't do any roof? of these stunts in real life, folks. You will die. Yeah, and we don't want he, you to die, so don't do anything stupid. There please. was a truck coming by that had a wire underneath oh. here, and then, you know, he went around the... Bandit went around the truck, and then Buford just went straight through, right underneath the truck, and then yeah. took the took the roof off. Yeah, it was kind of... It was very hard to kind of get past the whole, why is everyone wanting... For petty reasons, a petty bet endangering so many lives. No, I mean, $80,000, you know. Did he almost hit those cops, all those cops? I don't think he did. I don't think he did, but I think it was also... Yeah, he didn't, but, I mean, the guy was always saying he almost hit 20. to, To your point, though, I think if Bandit maybe, like, just got out of jail and, you know, was trying to, like... Mm. If, like, 
oh, maybe, you know, that $80,000 could pay for my daughter's cancer surgery. But he, he didn't yeah. have any motivation other than just because. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, think I think it, he just did it for the challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. True. But I think it's like, you know, like death or really. Psychopathic there. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Death Race 2000, you know, where there was purpose. Even with Frankenstein later, I mean, his purpose was really just to try to overthrow everything. Yeah. In the end, you know. Was, he was so noble. Yeah. That was a fun literal movie. hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll probably wrap this one up, y'all. Okay. All right. So. I do want to say, though, I didn't mind the way it ended. Even though it's an obvious, I mean... Because I, it was a happy ending. Well, yeah. I mean... It, and they they went off to Boston, Massachusetts for that good old clam chowder, the end. Well, you could say it left it open for a sequel. Oh, but okay. I know sometimes when people, when movies do that, it's annoying and cheesy. But yeah. this seemed to make sense. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because, okay, they're off on another chase. Because I'm not sure how these characters would even exist outside of a chase. Like, Mm. their relationships or anything was just built around adrenaline, I guess. True. Mm. True, yeah. So it made sense. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. They even said it, you know, at one point in the film. They're like, okay, do you like Elton John? Do you like Broadway musicals? Do you like... He's like, no, no, no. Do you like Hank Williams? Do you like... No, no, all we have is the chase. Okay, might as well go on a chase again. I guess they're living in the present now. They had yeah. nothing in common, but they had love and I guess. They had the moment. They yeah, had yeah. that. They had the so, moment, so they're yeah. just going to keep it going. And that made sense, you know, but they yeah. did have good chemistry, too. All right. So um, next week, uh, we wrap up Wacky Races Month with probably the greatest chase movie of all time. It's a mad, 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 mad world. That's a lot of mads. Oh, my God. Probably. Did it miss out on a five mad ranking? <laughs> probably one of the best of the best I've ever... Oh, my God. I have such fond memories of watching this with my dad. i never seen it, but I saw the Simpsons parody. You oh, said. it's perfect. There's a tree shaped like a T. Oh, it's so good. I caught the cat burglar. I but, caught the cat yeah. burglar. But no, you don't have to dig up stupid in order to get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So uh, we're part of the we're the movie theater time machine podcast. I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Yay! And uh, please and share. We salute you, time cop. Whenever you are. <laughs> please share, like it, and uh, go ahead, download, and tell anybody about us. So. All right, be good, take care of yourselves, and 10-4, good buddy.